Oh my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon. Whatever it is for you, I hope you're having a fantastic day. My name is Zach Schaumler. This is Strong Opinion Sports, episode 484. Welcome in. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, today is going to be probably a short episode. I'm not really sure. I would imagine this episode will not be very long. I guess we'll kind of find out. We got three big topics. Uh, mostly we're breaking down the NFL schedule. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't really have much more to say. Let's jump into it. I'm excited. I got a fun night tonight going out. Going to get blasted drunk with my friends. So let's uh, talk about football before that. Um, seriously, I hope you're doing well, man. I, the NFL schedule came out today. Uh, and so well, let me back up. The NFL schedule has been released. And in looking at the NFL schedule and seeing all of the matchups and, oh my gosh, am I hyped. I'm just so excited for this NFL season. I think it's going to be an incredible, incredible fall of football, right? College football is going to be amazing. The NFL is going to be incredible. We're here to talk about the NFL schedule. Uh, I want to go through each week and talk about the games that stand out to me that I'm excited for. And uh, let me say, I just, I, I cannot tell you enough how much I got hyped looking at the, the matchups. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's going to be incredible. Uh, there are so many fun storylines. Week one is amazing. The NFL is just handing us a massive weekend of football. On Thursday Night Football, the very first game of the year. And by the way, before I talk about what the first game of the year is, Amazon Prime has been handed a gift from the NFL, right? There are no more crappy Thursday night football games. For quite a while during Thursday night football, it's been a, a, a often a night of throwaway games between two bad teams that aren't very interesting. No, no, no. They did Amazon a solid. Amazon, I don't know what kind of deal was made behind the scenes, but uh, the Thursday night matchups this year are going to be awesome and really, really good. The first game of the year is the Buffalo Bills at the L.A. Rams. Bills travel all the way across the country. That's a long trip. Thank goodness I got time to recover afterwards and, and before, honestly, too. It's a Thursday night game, first game of the year. Uh, Josh Allen against Matthew Stafford, the defending Super Bowl champs against a team that very well could have played them in the Super Bowl if they'd found a way to uh, get the ball in overtime against uh, Kansas City. So that's a potential Super Bowl matchup. Going to be really, really fun. The rest of week one is also incredible. You have the 49ers at Chicago. That's Trey Lance against Justin Fields. Uh, you got the Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Could we see Kenny Pickett week one? I'm thinking probably, but it'll be really interesting to find out how quickly Kenny Pickett becomes the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. You got the Patriots at Miami. Bill Belichick, his defense. It's going to be our first look at the new Dolphins offense with Tyreek Hill and Mike McDaniel calling the shots to a quarterback, Jalen Waddell. That's going to be really fun. I think we're going to see Deshaun Watson week one. Browns at Panthers. We'll find out. It seems like if there was a suspension that was going to happen, we would know by now. Um, but that could happen anytime. You really don't know. Uh, seems like he's going to play week one. Colts at Houston week one is going to be fun. It's our first opportunity to see Matt Ryan as the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Got the Raiders at Chargers. Every game in this division, the AFC West, is either a primetime game or a must-watch football game. Remember, the Raiders ended the Chargers season by beating them near the end of the year last year. Uh, the Raiders made the playoffs. The Chargers did not. And then Monday night football week one. 
Oh my goodness. It is going to be Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos on the road against Russ's former team, the Seattle Seahawks. We know how loud Seattle can get, how crazy those crowds can be. But Russell Wilson has never been on the opposing sideline in Seattle having to deal with that loud crowd. It's going to be really fun and exciting to see Russell Wilson deal with that. And uh, that's going to be an awesome game. I wish I could go. That atmosphere sounds incredible. Week two, Thursday night football, you have the Chargers at Kansas City. I am telling you, Thursday night is great. And these AFC West games are going to be incredible. Also week two, you have Tampa at New Orleans. That's probably the two best teams in the, a- in the NFC South. One of those teams is going to win that division. The Vikings at Philly is the Monday night football game week two. Uh, I think for most people, it's going to be their first time seeing A.J. Brown in prime time playing in a Philadelphia Philly, uh, Eagles uniform. I almost said Phillies. In a Philadelphia Eagles uniform. I'm excited for that. You know, Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, he's historically terrible on Monday night football. Then you got A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that game. I mean, I'm telling you, it is overwhelming how many good games there are as you look around the NFL schedule. Week three, Thursday Night Football, Steelers at Cleveland, Kenny Pickett, Deshaun Watson, AFC North Divisional Battle. Also week three, you got Eagles at Washington. That is Carson Wentz, the new quarterback of the Washington Commanders, still getting used to saying that name against his old team. Not, Not his most recent old team, but his old, old team. The Philadelphia Eagles, plus it's a divisional rivalry game. That's going to be awesome. The Eagles go to Washington. Uh, week 10, by the way, Carson goes on the road at Philly, and I would imagine he's going to get booed a ton. Week 4, Thursday night football. I- I'm telling you, Thursday night, it's going to be a party every Thursday. Miami at Cincinnati. It's Joe Burrow at you know against Tua Tungavaloa. It is going to be two teams with a ton of receiving weapons. Jamar Chase. Gosh, uh, Tyler Boyd, Jalen Waddell, Tyree Kill, Tua, Joe Burrow, a ton of receiving talent. It reminds me, honestly, of Alabama against LSU during the Joe Burrow, Tua Tungvaloa days back in college. Going to be a really awesome Thursday night game. Also week four, you got the Titans at Colts. One of those two teams is going to win the division. I think the Colts are a little bit better. Uh, You also have... The Patriots at Green Bay. That's Bill Belichick's defense against Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be incredible. And then uh, week four, you have Kansas City at Tampa. A uh, rematch of the Super Bowl two years ago. And all around, just a really interesting football game. We're going to learn a lot early on. How good is Kansas City? And uh, I'm excited to watch them against Tampa, against that good defense. Tom Brady versus Patrick Holmes. You know that's going to be a good game. I'm very excited. Week five, Thursday night football. Got the Colts at Denver. Matt Ryan with his new team. Russell Wilson with his new team. It's a big test for both of these football teams, Indy and Denver. Uh, We're going to learn a lot about how good these teams are week five as they play each other. Week five, Monday night football. So Thursday night's incredible. Monday night, also incredible week five. You got the Raiders at Kansas City. Oh my goodness. You got... Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, the new head coach, Josh McDaniels, on the road at Kansas City in Arrowhead. Going to be an incredible game. I, I, I just cannot say enough how basically every AFC West game on the schedule is highlighted for me. I can't wait to watch it. Week six, um, kind of weird. It's not even Sunday Night Football. 
The Bills play at Kansas City. That's a rematch of the game that went to overtime last year where Kansas City won and Buffalo never got the ball back on offense. Uh, That's going to be interesting. The Sunday night game, week six, is Dallas at Philadelphia. That's going to be a great football game. And then Monday night football, week six, you have the Broncos at the Chargers. There are a lot of big primetime games on the Denver Broncos schedule. It's amazing. You get Russell Wilson coming into town and suddenly – Everyone wants to watch their football team, and uh, Denver versus L.A. is going to be an awesome game, Week 6, Monday Night Football. I I can't say enough like how I I feel like in recent years, Thursday night was not great. Monday night got kind of screwed over with some bad games. The NFL said, we're going to give Monday night and Thursday night football games. They're going to be great matchups with really good, interesting quarterbacks and fun teams, and uh, you know they're doing their their broadcasting partners a solid. Week 7. The Colts at the Titans, the two best teams in the AFC South. That'll be fun. Uh, week eight, we get to see Carson Wentz and the Washington football team go on the road to Indianapolis. Carson Wentz against his former team, the Colts. And uh, I, I can only imagine what that crowd is going to be like. Carson Wentz plays his former teams, you know, week eight at Indy, week 10 at Philadelphia, week three, he hosts Philadelphia. Uh, I just, the Carson Wentz against his former team games are going to be all very interesting and really exciting. Um, also, week eight, you have the Giants at Seattle. This is Drew Locke and Daniel Jones, two young quarterbacks who really have to prove themselves this year. Week eight, you've got the Packers at the Bills. It's going to be an incredible show. Josh Allen against Aaron Rodgers. You know that'll be fun. And then Monday night football week eight, is the battle for Ohio. Joe Burrow and the Bengals on the road at Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Week 9, the Colts at Patriots. Uh, That is the Stephon Gilmore revenge game against his former team, Matt Ryan, and the Colts against Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots. Also, Week 9 is the Rams at Tampa. Remember, this is just so many playoff games, I feel like, throughout the year. Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, really good football teams on both sides. That's going to be awesome. Week 10, it's the first time I've mentioned the Cardinals. They're going to have DeAndre Hopkins back from suspension by then. Cardinals at Rams, that'll be a really fun divisional game. The Chargers at 49ers week 10. Justin Herbert against a guy who we think if he does progress and get better could be like Justin Herbert, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, how good is he going to be this year? We assume he's going to be the starting quarterback in San Francisco. And I'm, I'm kind of assuming he's going to become a Josh Allen, Justin Herbert-level quarterback. But that remains to be seen, and I'm excited to watch this matchup Week 10. Monday Night Football, it's a game I've already talked about multiple times. Carson Wentz and Washington at Philly, that's going to be outstanding. Week 11. Week 11 is all about the AFC West. It is the Raiders at Denver, Kansas City at the Chargers. These games are just going to be incredible in this division. Week 12, the Thanksgiving Day games, week 12, are Buffalo at Detroit, Giants at Cowboys, and the Patriots at Minnesota. Interesting to see the Patriots in Minnesota get in on a a Thanksgiving Day game. Also, week 12 on Sunday, you have uh, the Bears at the Jets. That is Justin Herbert against Zach Wilson, I'm excited for that. Week 13 on Thursday Night Football, so the Patriots got two Thursday games in a row. You have the Bills at the Patriots. This is a massive matchup, and the Bills look like they're about to begin to own the AFC East, and you know their fan base is going to be awesome. It's on the road at New England. Um, 
the rest of week 13. Here's a really, really big game. It's the Browns at the Houston Texans. Why is this big? It's because it's Deshaun Watson back in Houston against his former team where he demanded a trade, refused to play, then, you know, got in trouble and all this stuff. And I can only imagine the horrible things this crowd is going to chant week 13 in Houston. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do during the broadcast because I could, the, the, the bad words and the words you probably don't want heard on national television are going to be really hard to not have picked up by the mics in the crowd, and uh, that's going to be a rough one. Also, week 13, you got Kansas City at Cincinnati, Patrick Mahomes against Joe Burrow. I mean, I, 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 my memory's already foggy, but I think they played to get into the Super Bowl in the AFC title game, if I'm not mistaken. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, I'm kind of being silly, kind of not. Like, am I remembering things properly? I think that really did happen. That's going to be awesome. Week 13, that's at Cincinnati. That's right, because, gosh, the Bengals went on the road at Kansas City, and there was that inadvertent whistle last year. It's going to be a great, fun game. Uh, Week 13, you also got the Chargers at the Raiders. That's going to be fun in Vegas. Um, Yeah, I might even be in Vegas by that point. Maybe I'll go to that game. Uh, Remember, I'm doing a road trip across the country. Monday Night Football Week 13, you got the Saints at Tampa. That's going to be fun. These are the two best teams in that division, and I'm really interested whether or not the Saints can really make a move and kind of push Tampa off the top of the mountain in the NFC South. Week 14, you got the Dolphins at the Chargers. Remember, Miami passed on Justin Herbert. They drafted Tua Tungavaloa instead, number five overall. Justin Herbert, the quarterback, went number six to L.A. So we're going to learn, hey, with a lot of help, can Tua beat Justin Herbert? I'm not very confident in that. I think L.A. and the Chargers probably do beat Miami at home uh, also, week 14, you got Kansas City at Denver and Monday Night Football as the Patriots at the Cardinals. Now, week 15, it gets really interesting about Miami. Miami plays two great football teams with elite quarterbacks back-to-back. Week 14, the, week 14, the Dolphins play the Chargers. And week 15, Miami plays at Buffalo. You know, you play Justin Herbert and Josh Allen back-to-back. You probably lose both games back-to-back if you're Miami. And at this point of the year, they're really going to be testing the limits of Tua Tungavaloa, their young quarterback. How good is he? How far can we go with him? We're going to learn a lot about Tua and about his limitations, especially week 14 and 15. Then you got the Bengals at Tampa week 15. That's going to be fun. Uh, The Patriots at the Raiders in Vegas. That is Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, their GM and head coach in Las Vegas, against their former team, the New England Patriots. That'll be a fun matchup. Bill Belichick generally beats his former head, you know, his former assistant coaches when he plays them. So I would imagine the Patriots win this game on the road. Not saying it's logical, just saying that historically that's what happens almost every time Bill Belichick plays one of his former assistant head coaches. And then Monday Night Football Week 15, you got the Rams at Green Bay. Oh, my goodness. Matthew Stafford on the road later in the year in Green Bay. A team he's played a lot, by the way. Remember, he played for years and years in Detroit. So uh, it's going to be another fun classic matchup of uh, who, who wins. I don't know. The Rams are probably a better football team, but the Packers have Aaron Rodgers and a home field advantage later in the year. That's going to be a potentially a really fun game. Uh, week 16, Thursday night football is interesting because, because it's two young second-year quarterbacks. It's the, it's the, I can't even talk. It's the Jaguars and the Jets. Trevor Lawrence against Zach Wilson. Jaguars on the road at the Jets later in the year. Going to be really fun. 
Uh, also week 16, you have Philadelphia and uh, against Dallas on Saturday. That's in Texas at Dallas. Week 16, by the way, is Christmas. Christmas Day, you got three games. You got the Packers at Miami. Hey, good for Aaron Rodgers late in the year going to Miami. Although, when you're a cold-weather football team on the road at, you know, in December in Miami, sometimes that weather change can be really difficult, and you actually are way out of breath and overheating uh, when you're in Miami at the end of the year coming from a cold-weather situation. We've seen the Patriots lose before on the road at Miami late in the year for similar reasons. Uh, you also have the Broncos at the Rams on Christmas Day. That'll be incredible. That's uh, Russell Wilson against the Rams, a team he knows very well. And then Tampa at Arizona is the nightcap on Christmas Day. Monday night football, the day after Christmas Day, you have the Chargers at Indy. Justin Herbert and the Chargers against Matt Ryan and the Colts. Going to really test the Chargers' run defense. Remember, they added Khalil Mack. They added J.C. Jackson. Uh, They're trying to stop the run and be better on defense all around. Indy runs the ball very, very well with Jonathan Taylor. And uh, Week 16, Chargers at Indy. Seems like a fun matchup. I would imagine the Chargers would win, but you can't win every game, so that'll be a really fun matchup. Week 17 could be the battle for the division. You've got Denver at Kansas City. Also Week 17, you've got the Steelers and Ravens. That's another fun divisional game end of the year. Kenny Pickett on the road against Lamar Jackson. We assume Kenny Pickett's going to be playing. We don't really know. Jets in Seattle, that's Drew Locke against Zach Wilson, two young quarterbacks. That'll be a weird, fun, you know, kind of a, a niche matchup towards the end of the year that if you like quarterbacks and you're interested in young quarterbacks, that could be really fun and interesting. Uh, also, Week 17, you got the Battle of L.A., the Rams against the Chargers. And Monday Night Football is Josh Allen at the Bengals, you know, the, the Bills at the Bengals, Josh Allen against Joe Burrow. That's going to be really, really fun. And finally, the last weekend of the year, Week 18, Patriots at Bills, great divisional game. Ravens at Bengals, traditionally a great you know, divisional matchup. Uh, Chargers at Denver is going to be fun to end the year. Kansas City at Vegas to end the year is going to be really, really interesting. And Dallas at Washington. I cannot say enough how many incredible football games there are throughout the NFL schedule. I just cannot wait. And there are... So many really good storylines. There, I just can't say, there are so many really good storylines throughout the NFL this year. I, I think that Buffalo is a team trying to position themselves to be in, you know, a Super Bowl team. They added Von Miller. They're trying to get better. They're really close already. They got an elite quarterback. This feels like the year of the Buffalo Bills. There are so many young quarterbacks. You got Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, who we believe in and uh, Kenny Pickett's a young quarterback. He might be the only rookie quarterback to play this year. Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, the new head coach, Doug Peterson. Like The young quarterbacks are a great storyline. Then you got quarterbacks who are trying to prove themselves, who are younger, but they've been in the league for a while. You got Daniel Jones, who didn't get his you know, fifth year of his rookie contract picked up by the Giants. Then you got Drew Locke in Seattle trying to make a name for himself. Sam Darnold is probably done in Carolina, but Sam Darnold's still out there. Probably going to play week one for Carolina. Got a bunch of quarterbacks on new teams. Carson Wentz is a guy trying to prove himself, but also a new quarterback on a new team in a fairly good scenario, throwing to Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson in Washington. Matt Ryan's now on the Colts. Russell Wilson is now in Denver. Deshaun Watson got moved to Cleveland. Like There was seismic quarterback movement this offseason. By the way, Marcus Mariota, a guy who a lot of people doubt I'm interested in, 
Marcus Mariota is trying to prove himself as a new quarterback in Atlanta. And then could any young rookie quarterbacks beside Kenny Pickett play this year? Maybe Desmond Ritter does play in Atlanta. Maybe Matt Corral midseason becomes a starting quarterback in Carolina. That's a fun storyline to follow. Can the New Orleans Saints challenge Tampa for the division in the NFC South? They added Teran Matthew. They brought in uh, a really good new tackle. They brought in Chris Olave at receiver. They've got Jameis Winston back healthy. They did lose their head coach, uh, Sean Payton, but they got Dennis Allen now as their head coach. He's a great defensive mind. I think the Saints defense got better all around. I think the Saints have an opportunity here to challenge Tampa. By the way, the Saints have swept Tampa in the regular season three years in a row. It's not like Tampa isn't competitive against, or it's not like New Orleans isn't competitive against Tampa. No, historically, and even last year, they have dominated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who the heck is going to win the AFC West? I have no idea. Neither do you. Don't pretend like you know. The L.A. Chargers, the Denver Broncos, uh, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, the Vegas Raiders. I mean, this is an incredible division. Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. The fact that Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in that division is insane. Derek Carr would be the best quarterback in a lot of other divisions in the NFL. It's unbelievable. Also this year, by the way, is the year of the receiver. There were six receivers taken in the first round, plus a lot of trades this offseason. A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Marquise Hollywood-Brown. I think what happened was people saw the Cincinnati Bengals draft Jamar Chase instead of a really good tackle. And people saw Cincinnati win with good receivers and kind of a, a new different way to win in the NFL and said, oh, receivers are more valuable than ever. And the NFL responded and copied all of them. So we will learn how valuable really is the receiver position in the NFL right now with rule changes and protections on the quarterback, it seems like receivers are at an all-time high. Uh, now, will the bubble burst or not? We will find out. By the way, there, in the NFL draft, there were three defensive ends taken in the top five. The Jaguars drafted Trevon Walker, number one overall. The Lions drafted Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall. And the Giants drafted Kayvon Thibodeau, number five overall. Which rookie defensive end is going to be best this year? I think it's very possible the Jaguars drafted the wrong guy. And, you know, I think Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau might end up being better than Trevon Walker, who got drafted number one overall and might even be, dare I say, could end up being a disappointment to the Jaguars. I don't like throwing around the word bust. It's too early for that. But, geez, it already feels like this guy might have been overdrafted. And that's crazy to say already. Like, a year hasn't even started. And I'm still like... I don't know that that was the right pick. That feels weird to me. There is a, this is, I don't know if it's a record or not, but it feels like it has to be a record. There are nine new head coaches in the NFL. The Vikings brought in Kevin O'Connell, a former quarterback and Rams assistant. Miami brought in the 49ers offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel, my favorite new head coach in the NFL, by the way. He is a madman. I love how he talks. He reminds me of Mike Leach. He's great at giving interesting answers that also, don't reveal anything about your football team. Brian Dable is the new head coach of the New York Giants. He's a great offensive mind. The Jaguars brought in Doug Peterson, a guy who's won a Super Bowl. They're hoping he can mentor Trevor Lawrence. The Raiders brought in Josh McDaniels and, and really are becoming the Patriots West with Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels trying to right the ship after uh, the Gruden, Gruden era didn't really work. And Mike Mayak drafted, you know, five people in the first round in two years that are now all 
do not appear to have a long-term future with the franchise or already off the team. The Broncos brought in Nathaniel Hackett, the former Packers quarterback coach who, you know, guys worked with Aaron Rodgers. Now he gets to work with Russell Wilson. We think that's going to work really well. The Bears had a, a head coach who I respect, but I'm, I'm not sure is the right guy for the job, Matt Eberflus, who, great defensive mind. I just wonder, can he connect with and really help the young quarterback, Justin Fields, in Chicago? The Saints brought in Dennis Allen. They kind of got blindsided with Sean Payton stepping down later in the year. Oh my gosh, there's another coach. I didn't, There's actually 10 new head coaches because Bruce Arians stepped down in Tampa. And now you have Todd Bowles as a head coach there in Tampa. Uh, he, he was once head coach of the Jets. He's awesome. The Texans now have uh, Lovey Smith as their head coach. So not they're not nine new head coaches in the NFL. There are 10. I can't even. That's a, that has to be a record. I just would be blown away if that's on an all-time high for new head coaches in the NFL. Is it Tom Brady's final year in Tampa? He got a massive deal to broadcast for Fox. He appears to be looking ahead to the future. Maybe that's just Fox being smart and securing the bag early, securing their guy. I don't know. Could it be Aaron Rodgers' final year? I don't think so. He signed a long-term contract, but we'll see. Uh, who's going to win the NFC East? Certainly not the New York Giants. They are rebuilding. Although I like where the Giants are headed. They, they drafted on the offensive and defensive line. They got a head coach I like. But the reason why the Giants aren't going to win that division is because you don't even know if they have the right quarterback. And no team goes into the year not knowing if their quarterback is good and then wins that division. I just can't get behind that. But Washington, Philly, and Dallas all appear to have a shot to win that division. I think Philly's probably the favorite today, but Carson Wentz is a wild card. Dallas is going to be still pretty good. It's going to be an awesome year. Oh yeah, by the way, who's going to get hurt and throw everything out of whack and defy expectations? I will say it's interesting. I'm not that excited about the New England Patriots. It's the first time in a while that I've been like, eh, maybe this is how people felt about the Patriots with Tom Brady for years. I always loved Tom Brady, so I was interested and would like lean in and was excited. But now Mac Jones is pretty boring. Bill Belichick is, eh, the draft is pretty weird for New England. I, I think I'm finally catching up with the rest of the world, feeling like the Patriots are a very boring franchise that are probably going to be good. But I'm not excited to watch them. Like, uh, week nine, the only noteworthy game for the Patriots really this year is that they play the Colts on the road. It's a Stephon Gilmore revenge game. That'll be fun. But am I the only one who is surprised to feel like the Col- the, the Patriots, excuse me? I'm surprised that the Patriots are not exciting to me. I'm just like, eh, they're weirdly boring, which I've never felt that way once in my entire life about the New England Patriots until this moment. Okay, let's end the show this way. Some teams get screwed over by the positioning of their bye week. In my opinion, the best thing for your football team is to have your bye week smack dab in the middle of the year, unless someone gets hurt and you're like, man, like if your quarterback gets hurt week one and he's got four weeks to recover, you hope your bye week is early so you can get him back uh, sooner than later. And, and, you know, but for the most part, you want your bye week to be like, week eight, nine, 10, or 11, right in the middle of the year, kind of split the year in half. Some teams got their bye week too early and some teams get it too late. So uh, the Lions, the Raiders, the Titans, and the Houston Texans have a way too early bye week. That's five games and then a bye week. That means the second half of your year is a long, long haul. Then there are four more teams that have a bye week, week seven, that still feels too early to me. The Eagles, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Buffalo Bills. 
Then there are teams that get their bye week too late. Week 13 feels too late. The Panthers in Arizona kind of get screwed over that way. But then there are teams that have a way, way too late bye week. That is week 14. That is the Falcons, the Bears, the Packers, Indianapolis, the Saints, and Washington. I would not want to wait until week 14 to have my bye week. That feels like a long, long way into the year. Uh, I guess, I just, I don't know. I, I would not want a bye week that's too early or too late. And uh, Philadelphia, the Rams, the Vikings, the Bills, the Lions, the Texans, the Raiders, the Titans, Panthers, Arizona, Falcons, Bears, Packers, Washington, Indy, and New Orleans, all of them have a bye week that's either too early or too late. And uh, I would not want to deal with that if I was an NFL locker room. Guys, hey, we're 30 minutes in. I love you. That's all I have. Thank you for tuning in. I just, I saw the NFL schedule. I had a bunch of notes I wanted to share. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I just can't say enough again. (laughs) I am so excited for this NFL season. I think it's going to be an incredible, incredible special year in the NFL. And uh, I hope you're excited like me. My name is Zach Schaumler. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Have a great day. And uh, ba-dum-bum-bam, we are done.